Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 30, Texas Tech. Follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Facebook. There's a search bar in Facebook. Type in Unreasonable Doubt in that search bar. The podcast page will come up. When that happens, hit the blue thumb. That means you like the page, and you can follow the podcast there. West Virginia beats Texas Tech 84-74. So three wins in a row since the Kansas game. West Virginia started this game up 16-0. Here's a fun fact. When West Virginia has scored the first 16 points of a game... They are 1-0. So that's a made-up stat, but it's accurate. West Virginia, it was senior night. And West Virginia has two seniors, Daxter Miles Jr. and Javon Carter. Both played great in their final game in the Coliseum. Javon Carter is the MVP of the game. 21 points, 7 assists. He took care of the ball, only two turnovers. West Virginia took care of the ball. As a team, they only turned the ball over five times. So, especially in those first few minutes of the game, Carter was hyped up. And if this is a real thing, it's true. Javon Carter was not going to lose on senior night. And he played with a lot of energy. And if that's a real thing... He made it happen to ensure West Virginia was going to win on senior night. There were some other factors as well. Daxter Miles Jr., the human roller coaster, had a great game. 18 points, 4 assists. His last shot in the Coliseum from the floor, he tried to ruin someone by dunking from a very far distance. He got fouled. He did not make the dunk. It was one of those dunks where he was too far away from the rim, so he tried to throw it down into the rim. He was unsuccessful. But it was a great attempt to try to really damage someone's psyche. I enjoyed that. Uh, Lovable knucklehead, Sakabakanate, a quiet 16 points. He was 8 of 9 from the floor. Kind of fought with foul trouble. Didn't have a lot of blocks. But he shot 8 of 9. It was a quiet 16 points. The spotlight belonged to the seniors. Magic Bender. There was a Magic Bender sighting in this game. Similar to the D'Angelo Hunter sighting the last game. This game, Bender played substantial minutes. He kind of took Logan Routes' minutes. He scored. I always have to mention on the podcast when Bender scores, he had a dunk. So congrats to Magic. Wesley Harris did something uh, of note. He played 29 minutes. Did not score a single point. Which is very difficult to do. To play most of the game... To play 75% of the game and not score a point. 
So congrats to Wesley Harris. This is the second game in a row West Virginia has lucked out playing an opponent with injured players. Iowa State had seven guys available to play. Texas Tech had more than that, but three of their star- of their starters sat with injuries. And so that helped West Virginia's chances of winning on senior night. In addition to Carter not allowing West Virginia to lose on senior night. It's probably a combination of those two things. But here's what stood out with Texas Tech. I totally jinxed number two. He didn't have his best game. But there was this one guy... Uh, he stood out for Texas Tech because he, he tried to shoot every time. And I did some digging. His name, I don't know his first name. His last name is Stevenson. And he noticed that there were three starters out. And he said, you know what? I'm in Morgantown, West Virginia. I'm a senior. I'm never going to be in West Virginia again. I'm going to try to shoot as many shots as I can. And he was successful. He shot 20 times. And it felt like more. I don't even know how many points he scored. I look back in his stat lines for this season. The The second most attempts he's had is 11. So he tried to double up the most, <laughs> the most shot attempts in this game. He didn't shoot bad, but I'm sure Texas Tech was not banking on this guy shooting 20 times. But he was very determined. I kind of appreciated it. uh, But it was very apparent. I'm not going to get this chance again. I'm going to shoot every time. Random thoughts for the Texas Tech game. You know... To you know, a little bit of behind the scenes for the podcast. I write a lot of notes for each episode. It looks like the scribbles of a madman, and not all the the scribbles end up on the podcast. So before this episode, I started going through my notebook and tearing out pages and see what I had written down. And I've got, I'm just going to kind of clean up the notebook. We're getting towards the end of the season. Here's some thoughts that didn't make it to podcast. They're not going to have any context. And I'm just going to share these with you. Just cleaning out the notebook. Alright, let's see here. Oh, okay. Um, I stayed at Great Wolf Lodge. That's a water park slash hotel great wolf lodge when you turn on the tv in the room there is a loop of advertising for great wolf lodge uh you're already in great wolf lodge so what's the point of advertising when you're already there but there's this music that played <laughs> In the loop that I can only assume is also used besides Great Wolf Lodge for torturing people. Um, you know it's got it's got uh, upbeat guitars, horns. The wolf mascots are doing wolfy things. They're making wolf sounds. 
it was a combination of the best and worst thing about the Great Wolf Lodge experience. All right. What else here? Um, oh, I wrote this tonight. Uh, the head coach for Texas Tech had three pins on his jacket. Way too many pins. Just have one pin and leave the other two at home. All right. Let's see. The Coliseum. What does the Coliseum look like? Does it look like a, a pie? Does it look like a spaceship? Does it look like a clamshell? When you're driving up I-79 and you're approaching and you see the Coliseum on the hill, it really does look like a pie. It depends. If you're hungry, it looks like a pie. If it's the first time you've seen it and you're driving up on it and it's way up in the air on top of the mountain there, you could think it's a spaceship. It doesn't look like a clamshell. Alright, what else we got here? Um, oh, uh, my daughter, she watches a lot of Animal Planet. My oldest daughter. There's a show called The Incredible Dr. Pole. It basically just follows a veterinarian around who works in Michigan. And he's got a doctor that works with him. Her name is Brenda. And I've watched enough of this show to know that if Brenda shows up for your animal, your animal's going to die. If Dr. Pohl shows up, the animal will survive whatever ailment it's facing. But if Brenda shows up, it's not a good thing. So for those of you listening to the podcast, if you live in Michigan and have an animal and you call Dr. Paul, ask for anybody but Brenda. Dr. Brenda is going to ensure that your animal <laughs> is going to die. Uh, so if there's a way to request... Uh, a specific person to come out, ask for anybody but Brenda. Is there anything else? Oh, there's a note here about Lionel Richie. We already talked about Lionel Richie. Um, there's a note here about a billboard in Charleston, West Virginia for a doctor that should never exist. But I don't have any specifics on that. So I've cleaned out my notebook. Final thoughts coming up. Final thoughts for the Texas Tech game. Do you smell that? The NCAA tournament is coming. March is almost here. West Virginia's got one more regular season game, then the conference tournament, and then the big tournament. It's my favorite sports event of the year. Every year, it's the best. Currently, WVU is projected to be a four seed, according to BracketMatrix.com, which they try to take all the experts' opinions and put it in one place. If you follow ESPN, Joe Lenardi, he has West Virginia as a four seed. If they can win 
some games in the tournament, the Big 12 tournament. They may eke out a three seed. But if you're the four seed, you're one of the 16 best teams in the country. And I scoffed at the beginning of the year that West Virginia was ranked top 10 preseason. And if they were ranked 10th in the preseason and end up top 16, that's not that far off. And so kudos to the folks uh, that vote in those preseason polls. You were right. I was wrong. I wasn't that wrong, but I was wrong. But I'm so excited for the NCAA tournament. There's 32 games on Thursday and Friday. The first two days. The the playing games, that, that doesn't really count. The tournament starts on Thursday, 16 games. Friday, 16 games. Saturday, 8 games. Sunday, 8 games. They stagger them to where you've got basketball from 12 to midnight. It's amazing. I can't wait. Regardless of how West Virginia does, it's awesome. If you like basketball, what more could you ask for than 48 games in four days? can't wait that's it for this episode of unreasonable doubt listen on anchor anchor.fm slash unreasonable doubt apple podcast google play something called overcast uh, overcast pocket casts subscribe rate the podcast five stars leave a review those are nice things to do the last game of the season in austin texas saturday noon espn against the University of Texas. West Virginia beat Texas in Morgantown earlier in the season. West Virginia made all the shots. They won 86-51. Texas, I don't know if they've done enough to make it into the NCAA tournament based on their resume. They're one of these teams that are called a bubble team. And so they have a lot to play for. Their tall freshman, Mo Bamba, may not play. He has a toe injury. So on behalf of all the WVU fans, we don't wish you any any ill will, uh, Mr. Bamba. But we want you to be in the best health possible. So if you need to sit out the game Saturday against WVU, we are all for that. But I'm looking forward to it. Until then... This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU is 22 and 8.